0: Welcome to the Perspectives with Katherine Toon podcast. All right. Well, hello, everybody. This is Katherine Toon, and I have a really important message. I don't know when the messages are not important, but they all seem important at the time. And I'm really I'm hoping this is going to help you. Uh, you know, we have a, a culture and a political overlay, you know, I'm in the U.S., so obviously that's a, a perspective I have, um, but I know it's not all about the U.S. It's all about the planet and uh, people. Uh, but there's a cultural and political overlay, which is incredibly um, toxic and kind of alluring and seductive in its like pressure to polarize and take a position. And uh, I have been, you know, sitting with this, obviously, I have opinions. Um, I'm assuming I'm, there are things that I'm right on and things that I'm wrong on and whatever. Uh, but in the midst, I, I've really sat with it because I, I don't want to be a wuss or whatever, uh, but I also recognize I need to do what I'm called to do. And so, in in the mandate that the Lord has given me, He's actually really been very clear: stick to what you're called to do, Catherine, and us as the body of Christ. And so, um, so I've been really focusing on what I'm called to do, which is really uh, ministering love which is transcendent. So we're talking today, I'm talking today, me and the royal we, <laughs> of which you partake of, uh, we're talking about transcending cultural and political wars, and we are at war, and it's very polarized. Uh, and there's incredible fallout, And this a real a a, a real kind of seduction to uh, take a stance and to take a stance like the church needs to take a stance, and 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 we end up fighting the wrong war. Uh, And uh, there is a war, but I'm not sure it's uh, Republican Democrat. I'm not sure it's vaccinated not vaccinated. I'm not sure it's uh, gay not gay or trans or not trans or you know by the time this comes out and someone listens to it in five years it'll, it'll be something else, right? Because there's always something. Uh but we're really not warring against flesh and blood. And we're really not warring uh against uh, maybe some of the things we think we are. So um you know Jesus uh was really uncooperative. <laughs> People are constantly trying to to get him The talk about, you know, we live in a polarized and in a society, and there's so much pressure, right? But Jesus lived in a society, you know, we think we're under oppression and whatever. Uh Dang, he lived under the Caesar. And that was, I mean, that was tyrannical in a way that we really can't fathom, right? Uh, and so he was, and the pressure was to take over, to take, make the kingdom, you know, set it up now. And he just would not cooperate. Like, Jesus, what's up with you? <laughs> um, one of the ones that I, I wanted to highlight where he was really uncooperative uh, was in the area of submitting to this leadership or not. So in Romans 13, uh, 1. Uh, this is actually Paul, and i 'm going to talk about Jesus in just a bit because I realize my passage is different. Let me talk about Jesus first since I mentioned him in matthew twenty two seventeen and then we 'll go back uh and so these are people kind of pressuring him like what are you going to do about the Caesar thing because it's so ungodly, obviously. And, you know, and so it was put to Jesus. So tell us then, what do you think? Is it proper for us Jews to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Now I love this point. Oh my God, does Jesus nail us every time? I love it. I, 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 ouch. I love being nailed because it brings back to reality. What really matters? Oh, my goodness. And I'm grateful for that because that's a true north. That is transcendent. That is eternal. So Jesus knew the malice that was hidden behind their cunning play. Dang. Why are you testing me, you imposters, who think you have all the answers? Okay, I'm just going to sit with that for just a second. (laughs) Okay. Show me one of the Roman coins. So they brought him a silver coin used to pay the tax. Now then tell me whose head is on this coin and whose inscription is stamped on it? Caesar's, they replied. Jesus said, precisely. For the coin bears the image of the emperor Caesar. Well, then you should pay the emperor what is due to the emperor. This is not popular, is it? But because you bear the image of God, give back to God all that belongs to him. Right, pay it, render unto Caesars, what is Caesars, render unto God, what is God. Uh, we're going to talk about um, what belongs to him, what we need, what we owe him. The imposters were baffled in the presence of all the people when they realized once again, they were unable to trap Jesus. They went away stunned. Okay, so this is basically trying to get Jesus embroiled in the cultural, political climate, right? And he was just not going to do it. Not gonna do it, right? Um, so let's go to Paul here, which is what I originally started quoting and I realized it wasn't Jesus. <laughs> well, it's Jesus through Paul. All right. Romans 13, one. This is the passion translation. Um, he said, every person must submit to and support the authorities over him. For there can be no authority in the universe except by God's appointment, which means that every authority that exists has been instituted by God. Um, we're, Let's just keep going. So to resist authority is to resist the divine order of God, which results in severe consequences for civil authorities don't intimidate those who are doing good, but those who are doing evil. So do what is right and you will never need to fear those in authority. They will commend you for your good citizenship. Those in authority are God's servants for the good of society. Now God's servants for the good of society don't always do what God is leading them to do, right? They get lost as well, just like we do sometimes, right? But if you break the law, you have reason to be alarmed for they are God's age, agents of punishment to bring criminals to justice. Why do you think they carry weapons? You are compelled to obey them, not just to avoid punishment, because you want to live with a clean conscience. Um, this is the reason you pay taxes. For the government authorities or God's officials who oversee these things, so it is your duty to pay all the taxes and fees that they require and to respect those who are worthy of respect, honoring them accordingly. Okay, now this is really important. I want to read the next, you know, let me just say real quick, you don't always honor people because they are honorable or acting honorable. You honor people because you are honorable. And that's that can be really hard sometimes. So I'm just putting that out there. Let's go to verse 8, because this is the crux of the matter. This is transcending the cultural, political wars. Don't owe anything to anyone except your outstanding debt to continually love one another. For the one who learns to love has fulfilled every requirement of the law. So I, I, I'll cut to the chase. Um, I, I Love transcends all all of the cultural and political wars and walking this out requires supernatural empowerment right um, but I'm I'm going to um, give you some ammunition now this is not to lob against other people no this is to to give you ammunition to to lob against the things that are warring in your soul to violate love and get sucked in to the political, cultural wars, okay? By God, you have an opinion. By God, vote and do whatever, but refuse not to love. Refuse. This is where you rebel, and I'm just going to p- kind of pummel you with happy ammunition to help yourself do what will help you transcend and not get sucked into the wrong war? Okay. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to Matthew 28, 19 through 20. I'm reading this in the NIV. It says, uh, though, uh, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. This is the, Jesus, his final, like, Do this, all right? Uh, Disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Okay, so the question is, what has he commanded us? Teaching them to do everything. Everything I have commanded you, and surely I am I am with you always to the end of the age. So I'm so excited. Aren't you happy that He's with us to 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 um to teach and to help us obey everything He has commanded? So let's talk. Let's let's talk. What is what did Jesus command? I'm just take, getting some scripture to help um, you uh, uh, with your own inner war, not to, to violate love, right? Okay. So Matthew 22, uh, 34 through 40, NIV, hearing what Jesus had, had silenced the Sadducees and the Pharisees who got together, one of them, an expert of the law, tested him with a question. So here's another question. This is the, the political the, um, the religious establishment to test Jesus. Okay. Now let's be very clear. Uh, the religious estab- establishment was highly politicized, okay? We don't want to go there. Okay, just thought I'd point that out. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment of the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. All of the law and the prophets hang on these to commandments. So these are the commandments that were even set before Jesus went to the cross. So he's already foreshadowing what under the new covenant he is empowering is the most important commandment. Everything hangs on it. Everything hangs on it. Um, let's go to John 15, uh, 12 through 13 and 17. So this is my command. Okay that you love each other as deeply as much as I have loved you. For the greatest love of all is a love that sacrifices all. And this great love is demonstrated when a person sacrifices his life for his friends. So this is my parting command, verse 17, love one another deeply. You know, in John thirteen thirty four, it says, By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, that you love one another. Okay. So we're to be famous for love. Let's talk about this some more. I'm just giving you some more ammunition. This commandment to love. John, uh, second John five through six. Uh, it's written, dearest woman, I have, I have a request to make of you. It is not a new commandment. So ding, da, ding, ding. He keeps on reminding us. But a repetition. We need repetition of the one we have had from the beginning and that we constantly love one another. This love means living in obedience to whatever God commands us for to walk in love towards one another is the unifying commandment we've heard from the beginning. God is not letting up. It's like this, and then it's this, and then it's always this. And let me remind you what it is. What's interesting about this, when he says, dearest women, there's a little bit of, um, of, uh, debate about who that is. Uh, this may well have been Mary, uh, the mother of Jesus. Uh, the word woman is, is Kyra, the feminine of Lord, meaning a woman in authority. It's a possibility that she was a pastor or overseer of a specific church or a uh, it could have been a metaphor for the church and her spiritual children whatever it was this was a commandment for the entire body of Christ. And he's reminding her, ding-da-ding-ding, of what she was already commanded and what we've already been commanded. But we need to be reminded continually why there's so many times we're going to get tempted to get sucked into the political, the cultural, even the personal, emotional uh, wars within families, within whatever. You got it. We've got a lot of wars going on. Make sure you are in the right one. 1 John 3, 23. So these are the commands that we continue to place our trust in the name of his, of his son, Jesus Christ, and that we keep loving one another just as he is con- commanded. Um, so what, what is the, uh, what is the, how is the as How is he commanded? Let me, let me, Help you with that. If you go to John 10, 18 and the NIV, uh, Jesus said, no one takes it. He was referring to his life from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have the authority to lay it down and the authority to take it up. This is the command that I receive from my father. So Papa gave Jesus the command to lay down his life for humanity. How much, much of humanity has been arrayed against Christ? As his enemy when he's not the enemy of anyone. He counts them not as his enemy. He lays his life down for those who have arrayed themselves against him. Uh, John, first John 3:14, NIV. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love one another. Anyone who does not love remains in death. Wow. Not loving means that we're remaining in death. So we need to refuse, you know, death is an enemy of God. And when we're yielding to it, uh it's, 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 we're yielding to the enemy. And that is because we're not loving. We're not choosing to love. Um, let's go to first Timothy one, three through five. I love this one. Uh, verse, um, uh, verse, verse three, as I urge you when I left for Macedonia, Macedonia, I am asking that you remain in Ephesus to instruct them not to teach or follow the error of deceptive doctrines. Let me just say there's a lot of religions going on uh, that are maybe political, cultural religions, man-made religions with things that people are worshiping other than God. Now, get this next one. Nor pay any attention to cultural myths traditions, or endless studies of genealogies. These digressions only breed controversies and debate. This is a fruit. Controversy and debate. You could probably add, let me think, oh yeah, strife in there. Where there's envy and strife, there is confusion. Is there confusion? Yeah. And every evil work. Yeah, lots of evil works. Just thought I'd bring that up. Uh, they are devoid of power, that builds up and strengthens the church in the faith of God. So, you know, we become weaker when we engage in these things. So I'm not saying you don't have an opinion. I'm not saying that you shouldn't check things out. I'm not saying any of this stuff. I'm just saying, don't camp out. This is not the main thing. Okay. It will weaken you. Okay. All right. Uh, so stay rooted and grounded. Let me think in love. <laughs> right, which builds up, which strengthens, that gives you the opportunity to be that tree by the the living waters bearing fruit in season, whose leaf does not wither, whatever they shall do shall prosper, right? Okay, verse five, I'm back to First um, uh, Timothy 1. I'm sorry, I threw in a couple other scriptures in there. Uh, For we reach the goal of fulfilling all the commandments when we love others deeply, with a pure heart, a clean conscience, and sincere faith. Okay. We're going to have to look past what's before us. We're going to have to look past, um, the nasty burger, and the, um, just the mean, the meanness. You know, the, when people are not behaving like themselves, they're ugly. Okay. And sometimes they are out to destroy you. Okay? That's what's called an enemy. We're going to have to look past that because we're not warring against flesh and blood. Okay? Uh let's go to first Corinthians 7:17 7, through 19. This is the Passion Translations translation. Uh may all believers continue to live the wonderful lives God has called them to live. He's called you to live a wonderful life. Yay. I love that according to what he assigns for each person for this is what I teach to believers everywhere. Uh, if when you were called to follow Jesus, you were circumcised, it would be futile to try to undo the circumcision. If you were caught, that was the big debate, circumcision or uncircumcision, meat sacrifice to idols or not meat sa- sacrifice to idols. And we could put in there vaccination, not vaccination, Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, right? Um, You know, uh, pick a topic, any topic. Okay. Uh, if you are called while well, yet circ- uncircumcised, there is no need to be circumcised. Your identity before God has nothing to do with the circumcision or uncircumcision. Let me put it in our terms. Your identity before God has nothing to do with vax or unvax. Your identity before God has nothing to do with Republican or Democrat or, or a conservative or liberal or um, uh, pro-BLM or not pro-BLM or, you know, pro- trans or not pro trans, or pro you know um homosexual or not homosexual i mean that is not your identity let's not get confused what really matters is following god's commandments oh my goodness let's bring clarity and power i'm not saying that those things don't matter at all i'm just saying in them follow god's commandments the commandment of love okay so let's talk about that uh There is something called the law of Christ, or in some translations, the law of the anointed one, which is to love as he loves and carry one another's burdens. I'll take you to Galatians 6.2. This is the Passion Translation. Love empowers us, thank God, to fulfill the law of the anointed one or the law of Christ as we carry each other's troubles. That means we have to care about one another. We care about one another. Caring about one another doesn't mean we have to, let me think, 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 oh yeah, agree with one another. But we do need to care. And that means we do something to help other people, even if, oh my goodness, let me think, 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 oh yeah, even if they disagree with us, right? Right. Um, let's go, um, uh, first Corinthians nine, 19 through 21. Uh, this is talking about the law of Christ, which is really fascinating, which is the law of love. It says, this is Paul he says, now, even though I'm free from obligations to other, I, others, I joyfully make myself a servant to to all in order to win as many converts as possible. I became Jewish to the Jewish people in order to win them to the Messiah. I became like one under the law to gain the people who were stuck under the law. I love that stuck under the law, even though I myself am not under the law. And to those who are without the Jewish laws, I became like one of them as one without Jewish laws in order to win them. Although I'm not outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ. You are no longer under the law of Moses. Um, You are under the law of Christ or the law of love. Just over and over and over. And so how, how does this help us? Because the word of God says that love empowers us. Well, love is a person. okay? Holy Spirit in you who is love empowers you to love as he loves. This is what I mean by transcending everything. See, Jesus, people were constantly trying to get Jesus embroiled in the debates of the day. And let me just tell you, they were heavy duty debates. If we feel under pressure, if we feel whatever, well, we're probably staring too much at the news, just saying, You some of us need to take a break for a bit. Uh, and you know, I, I find myself, I follow stuff. And then when I find to start, when I, when I find myself getting angry and getting, or getting fearful, I back off because that's not helping me fulfill the law of love, right? Perfect love casts out fear. And I am called to love, right? And so that means I'm called to, um, yield, where it's appropriate to yield. You know, I don't have to agree with any everyone to yield to them in love. Now, you know, if they're if they're ca- saying, "Well, you have to murder someone." Well, I'm not going to yield to that, okay? Right? So we're just submit to one, an- to one another, let me think. Oh, yeah, in love. And so if it's not in love, we don't need to submit to that, but we need to not be unlovely in our lack of submission, okay? We need to be careful, okay? So as we fulfill the law of love, love empowers us to love as he loves, and it ha- allows us to see our enemies way past how they are presenting with the ugly, with the um, 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 uh, smallness, uh, with the trying to destroy you, okay, how they are presenting. We're talking eternal that transcends the temporal, and the issues of the day are going to vary, right? In your personal life, there are ugly people, Uh, you know, and, 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 and sometimes you can pray, 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 and people aren't going to change. Why? Because God's not going to force them to change. Ultimately, I do believe they'll be conformed into the image of Christ, but they not, but this may not be in, in this side of life okay that's me i could be wrong I'm, i don't want to debate this right now but but right now what they're presenting to you is ugly an enemy right uh is taking opportunity to lash out taking opportunity to tear down taking opportunity to harm taking uh, opportunity to destroy okay so boundaries are good let's be clear okay but you know in that um in when when we're commanded to love we probably will get hurt because we're not shutting off our hearts. You know, when we shut off our hearts in bitterness, we become what we hate. And I, I'm kind of preaching to myself because I just got lobbed a really painful thing, um, you know, from a long-standing painful relationship. It just is what it is. And I'm like, okay, forgive and love, right? And I'm pulling on, I'm preaching to myself. Um, but I'm telling you, um, as I'm focusing on those things, it's causing me to transcend because I can refuse to be bitter. I can refuse to be, uh, to let anger stay. I can refuse to, um, to, um, uh, uh, lash out. I can refuse. I can feel the emotions, but I can refuse. And then I can let the Lord minister to my emotions and you can too, because love, will always empower you. Ultimately, love never empower You know, faith, hope, and love remain and the greatest of these and love. In, in that list, you don't see any of these things. You don't see death in there. You don't see... Politics in there. You don't see, uh, vax, vax. (laughs) pro-vax. You don't see, um, the racism debate. You don't see the, uh, gender debate, the trans debate, uh, the Republican, um, Democrat, conservative, liberal debate. You don't see any of those, but you do see faith, hope, and love. And that is something that transcends everything else. And the greatest of these is love. Anyway, I hope this has been helpful for you today. Uh, be blessed. Oh my goodness. Be rooted and grounded in love. It is, it is, it is the place to be to help you navigate in a lovely way and be able to give an answer for the things that really matter. Because usually at the bottom of all these things, and this is why one of the reasons why I love Jesus so much, he refused to get into the debates because he was unwilling to give up the real issue, which is always a hard issue. And that is where we're culpable and the Lord can help us. And that is where we're powerful and can speak into and transform. This is the manifestation of the sons of God, the manifestation of the sons and daughters of love himself. And creation is released from its bondage in that perspective. That transcends everything. And you get to partake and you get to give of that and become an answer that really makes a difference. Anyway, I hope this has been a blessing. I love you guys. Have an amazing day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Katherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.